This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. Welcome back to the Icon Podcast. I'm your host, Gianna. And special thank you to Sphere Rocket VA for connecting me with another icon. Welcome to the show, Kevin. Thank you. Um, kind of cool for my end. I didn't realize that the song and the intro was part of this. Is it really pumped me up? I was going to compliment you on it uh, offline. I was like, "Oh, this is kind of you know nice little behind the scenes podcasting." Cool. Yeah, thank you. It's it's a like you know, dear, 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 yeah, you know, it's, you know, it's a really yeah, it's cool. I I didn't know it was going to be part of the show, so that's great. That's awesome. Yeah. I thought people just jumped in. Huh, of course, <laughs> welcome, welcome to the show. We're super excited to um, get to know you, Kevin. Now that we're all amped up to to talk. So I guess the best place to start is the beginning. So take us back, you know, who you, who are you, where are you from? How'd you find yourself a real estate agent? Yeah, you got it. Thanks. Thanks for having me. So um, I am Kevin Cosgrove. I'm a team lead of the Cosgrove real estate group here in Carleton place, Ontario. So we are a little small town just outside of Ottawa. So we service mm-hmm. Ottawa and the surrounding areas and, you know, namely Carleton place, the area that we live. Um, yeah. So I've been in real estate since 2018 Previous to that, I had a 13-year career in the government working on policy work. Uh, you know, I was a young investor. Uh, my buddy Greg and I, we bought a couple of properties when we were in our early 20s. And uh, so real estate felt like kind of a natural fit if I was ever to get out of the public sector and go into the private sector. And yeah, around the time our second one was born, I was off on some paternity leave and I started taking the courses. And, and from there, it was pretty quick. Uh, integration from from that policy world of government uh, into full-time realtor in 2018. So yeah, I've been doing it since then and I absolutely love it. Like it's uh, it's definitely of interest. My wife and I were, we still do investments and um, you know, we, we have, you know, some developments that we're helping, you know, kickstart and stuff. So it's a topic of conversation around our house often, you know, we were both really into real estate and talking about it. So it felt like a natural fit to, to get into it as a profession. Absolutely. No, that's incredible. And Kevin, how were you introduced to EXP? So yeah, my EXP story. So I was with Remax from 2018 till mm-hmm. last. So I, I, I basically just been just on just over a year at EXP. So it was March 2021 when I joined. Uh, and the conversations, you know, really started, I think it was like last January. So it took a couple of months to sort of, you know, get from stem to CERN of like joining EXP and making that transition. Um, you know, for how I got here was, you know, I was, I was change resistant. I was, I was kind of happy with where I was and, um, you know, I never really envisioned kind of going anywhere and, and, you know, maybe save for starting my own brokerage. That was a thought that I had in my mind. And then I got a call from Liam Swords. I'll, I mean, I'm sure you'll have him on at some point. He's, he's yeah. awesome. He's a big, um, he's a big name in the auto real estate market. He was, you know, he owned a big team for a long time. Then he started a boutique brokerage and then he transitioned to EXP. So he called me in January. I hadn't, I didn't even know that actually that he, he had transitioned to ESP and he just wanted to have a chat. And at, at that point on, I started listening a little bit more intently because it was someone I really respected. He joined mm-hmm. and he was also, uh, he owned, like I said, he owned a boutique brokerage, which is a road that I thought I might end up going down. And I mean, not to steal from his story, but his story was when he, you know, pandemic hit, he had a, you know, a brick and mortar uh, mm-hmm. of sorts. And he was starting to think like, oh, like, 
how do I maybe transition out of this into something more cloud-based? And then this came along. He, he started studying the different models that were out there. He's like, well, this is everything I'm looking for. Like, if I was to start my own thing, this is what I would be trying to emulate. So, and when he sort of told that to me, I was like, oh, I, like, I'm not really in that point of my career just yet, but like, this is kind of cool. And I think um, all those benefits of kind of the, the brokerage, but like the freedom to sort of do your own branding and things like that really resonated with me as well. And we, we bought a building that we're going to be putting an office in. So that was something that was really cool, too, with the, the cloud-based brokerage. We could kind of open a brick-and-mortar office, but also be kind of a little bit independent in that sense. So, so you know, so the model just really spoke to me from that moment on. It's funny how, like, you could hear something a million times, but when you're not ready to listen to it or when you're not, like, in that moment where it makes sense. And then, then from there on, it was like, oh, yeah, this is perfect. And then every door we went down, everything else about the, the model and, and the company started impressing us more and more and just felt like a really natural fit. So we're really happy here. It's been just over a year. Um, and yeah, we're looking forward to sort of participating now, you know, like in the shareholders conference and I don't know when this will be released, but, but, you know, it's in Feb, it's in June. So we'll be yeah. going to that in Florida and yeah, Vegas next year and sort of participating in some of the cultural requirements, you know, you know, doing some coaching and things like that. Mm -hmm. I think that's really cool. And um, that was one of the other things too, is I always fancy myself someone who, who might get into that element at some point in my career, maybe being more of a coach or being more of a you know, speaker or things like that. So I think there's a lot of like ways to test that out at EXP and sort of, you know, expand that here and add to the cultural requirements and sort of, you know, teach new agents and learn a lot from others as well. So yeah, I really like the collaboration and yeah, we've just been really happy since we joined. That's awesome. That's really incredible. I'm happy that you've um, loved your journey over here. And what what do you love most about EXP now that you're here? You know, we've got the stock options, collaboration, rev share, you know, what have you fallen in love with and what makes Kevin say, I'm never leaving this place? Yeah, well, I, I, I think I think it's like, honestly, I love I love the freedom. I, I love the I love the I love the sky slope. I love the yeah. back end. I mean, for maybe those that if someone's listening to this and is not at ESP, like we do all our uploading of our transit transactions and trades all online. It's it's all kind of automated in this little thing. And if you, you know, the little bot tells you if you're missing something, which is cool too. So like, and we love being compliant. So we love having our documents all, all great. But, but I just find, I find that the back end process is amazing. It's everything I'd be looking for if I was to start my own thing. And then from there, it's all of the elements that like, you know, it, it is becoming more predominant. We're seeing, you know, 80,000 agents now, and we're starting to see that we have a little community here in, in Carlton. Well, Carlton is Ottawa. Our area is growing in terms of ESP agents. And that's one thing. Sometimes real estate can be kind of lonely. Like if you're not going to an office every day, you're not talking to your colleagues. You know, mm -hmm. I have a team, thankfully, so I get to talk to people. But when I was an individual agent, like even going to brokers during COVID, it was pretty quiet, right? Mm -hmm. not, not anyone to talk to about that stuff. So, so now we're seeing that EXP kind of community grow within our own city and within our own province and all that. So it's feeling like it's, it's just going to keep growing and growing. And the collaboration that we're having at the local level is amazing. And, and like I said, it, it's, it's nice that, to know that, you know, because we're kind of this, this big company that's got international reach, um, eventually we'll start to, you know, expand, you know, maybe our, our personal reach, you know, beyond just the auto area, you know, like I said, looking forward to going to the conferences, looking forward to taking part in some of the icon talks on, on the, on the, the world and all that stuff. So yeah, I think we're just scratching the surface in terms of collaboration. So for me, uh, what I love about EXP is I love that. I mean, I'm not a big, you know, the rev share is nice and I like the stocks. Don't get me wrong. I'm a big stock guy. I, I feel like I basically replaced my old, my old brokerage fees with the stocks I'm purchasing. So for me, it feels the exact same. And um, so, but it's nice to see that grow and that investment in our, in our company. And it's nice. And I think, 
was listening to one of your previous uh, episodes, and I think the guy nailed it. He said, you know, it's nice that you can make owners out of your agents. Like, I think that's 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 something that would be hard to emulate in some of these other models, right? So, um, yeah, for me, I feel like I have, you know, I have that equity stake now in the company, and it makes me really excited to be here. Kevin, I'm flattered that you actually listened to some of my shows. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm watching. That's awesome. And, you know, you've nailed it on the head with all of that. Like, what better way to keep employee retention high than to give them the piece of the pie? Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's that simple. And EXP's killing it at that. And Kevin, you know, from what I've heard you kind of mention, it sounds like you're a husband, a dad, a real estate agent. Um, so how do you take care of yourself? You know, how do you avoid burnout mode and make sure you're chasing uh, your version of a work-life balance? Yeah, that, that was that was tough. I mean, I think, you know, every trope of real estate, you know, I've, I've kind of fallen under. Like we, I joined 2018 in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, it feels like nationwide. I mean, I, I know this is a broader reach than just our, our little market, but you know, we, we had a pretty hot market since 2018, 2019, you know, even leading into now, right? So it was all those tropes of burning out, working super hard, starting a new career. Um, and you know, I was on a team. I, I recommend joining a team if you're a new agent, and that's what I did. And I had a great mentor. I was there for two years, and it was a really good start to me. I got my reps in, as I say, I got to learn a lot from a really good team leader. Then I went individual and, you know, COVID hit, you know, everyone say, oh, they're home with their kids. And this, I was, that was not my story. We were the one, one of the few industries that were continuing to work during the pandemic, you know, especially here in Ontario, I know different jurisdictions, obviously things would be different, but I was really busy 2020. I barely saw my kids. I felt absolutely terrible. So uh, this isn't a EXP coinciding anything or anything, but, but, but we really started 2021 focusing on health and, you know, figuring out how we're going to have a better work-life balance. So I got a personal trainer. I got a real estate coach. We hired a business coordinator. We now have two agents that work with us. So we're a small team and that's kind of my perfect size. Just like mm-hmm. a couple of salespeople, some back-end help. We've got a, Sarah's amazing. She's our business coordinator. She does everything on the back-end and she's client-facing in a lot of ways as well because we do a lot of um, local marketing, right? So she's kind of the face of a lot of that, which is nice with our local businesses that we support and things like that. So yeah, so all that kind of led to a much better 2020, I guess, end of 2021. I mean, we, we, made, we made that conscious decision early in the year. And from there, it, been, it, got, it got amazing, right? So like again, real estate coach sort of helped me, you know, into that transition from being an individual agent to managing a small team. And, and all that comes with that transition. And then, yeah, personal trainer. I started working out, getting better shape, not, you know, like I'd be at showings, huffing and puffing, going up and down the stairs. God forbid it was a three-story townhouse. Like by the time mm-hmm. I got to the top, I'm sweating buckets, right? So um, so I'm in better shape and uh, yeah, just like managing the work-life balance uh, much better. And I think a lot of that comes from from having a team because before I had Sarah as our business coordinator, mm-hmm. I was up till, you know, two in the morning sometimes answering emails, doing work. And, you know, just I felt like I wasn't present in almost anything I did. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. just as a father, it was as a friend, as a husband, it was, I was not around as much as I should have been. So anyway, you, you got to learn from that, right? Because if you, if you keep going down that path, it can, it can definitely, you know, so maybe we took tangible action to get better. And, and since then, I think we've really liked the structure that we've created and, and yeah, now, now that we've, we've got our small team, we're just sort of practicing, we're working on kind of expanding that out and uh, expanding our sales out and, you know, training up the staff and stuff like that. And, but I, but I really enjoy that part of the job. Well, good for you, Kevin, and your self-awareness and, you know, bettering yourself and, uh, you know, as much business as you can pull with the EXP, you're also staying self-aware and bettering yourself. And that's awesome that, you know, this is a brokerage that gives you the company, not the company, the opportunity to do so. Yeah, no, we, we, we like it. It's, 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 on. it's great. I mean, we, we've, we've, uh, 
emulated some different models from other people. So we're definitely what? not reinventing the wheel, but we're we're really happy, I think, with with where the direction we're going in. That's awesome. Well, let's talk icon, Kevin. Um, so in your area, which from what I saw is on uh, Ontario, which is awesome. Yeah. I love my Canadians. They're always <laughs> the best podcasts on here. Um, no offense, anyone. <laughs> Just- I love the accents that come from the states. I'm I'm a fan of like yeah, just hearing like some of the cool. I, me too. From the Canadians, I'm like this is great. Yeah, actually, it's not, I, 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 I never think myself as having an accent. So, and I'll, <laughs> I should probably try to find a couple of ways to apologize to you throughout the the podcast just to stay on Canadian brand, right? <laughs> no, you're doing great. You're doing great. Um, well, Kevin, let's talk production, right? So, about how many houses did you have to sell in your Ontario market to hit Icon? So our, our market's gone up significantly. So our, our average sale price on a, a single detached home is 830000 So for us, it takes between 25 and 30 houses probably to, to hit your cap and, and make your icon quotient. Okay, awesome. And then, you know, when it comes to iconing, it's more than just the production. There's a cultural commitment that comes with it. So whether you're coaching, mentoring, teaching the EXP world, vetting other icons, what avenue did you take? What do you choose to do for that? Part? So, yeah. So, so I mean, this is year one of Icon. So we, we hit it in our first year. So um, for this year, anyway, we're doing, I'm doing the Icon versations, right? So I'll be yeah. uh, a panelist slash moderator for those uh, 10 or 11. I think I actually was overzealous. I signed for an 11th one. So uh, gold star bonus points for, for the extra one. So, so I'm going to be doing 11 of those over the next couple months. And yeah, looking forward to just like, yeah, I've looked at like the roster of some of the agents from different parts of the, the country or, or even, you know, American, Canadian. So it'd be kind of a cool, diverse panel, I think. So I'm looking forward to, you know, learning as much as maybe instructing. That's why the, the panel really spoke to me because I, I enjoy listening to that kind of uh, dialogue. And I thought it'd be kind of cool to be a part of one. And and even just like as we're as we're hopefully teaching others that want to want to hear from what we're doing, I, I'm looking forward to learning from the other people on the panel as well. Absolutely. I love that. And then just for the final part, when it comes to iconing, uh, you know, it comes with a lot of benefits. You get your cap back in stock, the opportunity to go to ExpCon, shareholders, uh, you get a nice, pretty glass trophy. So what's been your favorite part? What makes you say, I've got to icon again next year? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like right away, I was like, I want to do this uh, obviously every year. I, I, I feel like we'll, we'll hit that production value or, 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 or we're doing something wrong anyway, right? So, so for us, it's, it's uh, we enjoy it. I mean, like the, the stock back is cool. Like for me, it's not all about the money, like, but it's, it's cool to have it back. Um, like I said, I, I just think it's a nice thing that they do. Like, I, I think, like, you know, like it's, it's, it's nice. And I, I think if, I guess if someone was very numbers oriented or crunching the numbers, I think like, you know, that might sway you in a direction, break a tie, whatever. But, but for me, it was something I was like, we'll always hit this. It's really cool. Uh, I am looking forward to going to the conferences anyway. I'm a conference fiend. You know, obviously the last two years, it's been tough to go to them. So yes. I'm looking forward to kind of getting back in the swing, uh, maybe going to Florida, going to Vegas, uh, you know, hot take. Those are some pretty awesome locations. Um, but yeah, no. So for, for me, it's just, I, I think it's just the fact that, uh, there's that recognition within the company of top producers. I, I, I find that like, that's the one thing, you know, I think it's nice to recognize production, right? Because I, I think that's, you know, at, at the end of the day, that's what we do here, right? So mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, there's a lot of different avenues you can go on in these brokerages and stuff, but, but to recognize the, the top producers and give something that someone can strive for if they're a newer agent or, or working towards a goal, I think it's really important. So I, I think it's just a great, I think they've got a great balance. Uh, as a company, they think they set it up and structured it really well. Uh, that this is, you know, unachievable yet high benchmark for people. Mm-hmm. And like, 
you can measure yourself off of how close you are to it, right? So I think that's that's good for the again the newer agents, the agents that are planning on expanding. I think that's a, I think it's a nice goal to work towards. Absolutely, I love that. And the Icon Award, you know, it is an exciting goal to work towards. And um, to put you in the next question, you know, as a scenario, maybe let's talk that I'm a rookie. I'm on your team. I'm with EXP, got licensed, but I've never written an offer letter. I don't know what the hell's going on. What are contracts? You know, things that real estate school don't really teach you. So I come to you and I say, Kevin, listen, I'm a rookie. I don't know much, but I know I want an icon this year, my very first year. What kind of talk are you going to have with me? You know, what little goals do we need to set out on? What is going to be a realistic expectation? How are we going to tackle this? Is it even possible? Yeah, no, definitely possible, right? Like it, it's, I mean, so we, we've had a couple of newer agents on our team. Like that, that was, that was it. We, we had newer agents come on and we helped them through the contracting process. Both the agents are amazing. One was this former sales guy anyway. So I knew he would be a good, he would transition really well into the role. But, but for someone who, who said direct ambition to hit icon in their first year, I would say that like real estate's not that hard. It's just a lot of hard work, right? So it, it it's, I think it's developing good habits. And again, I think, you know, hopefully how we would do it on our team and just just with that element of, again, having burnt out, having been really stressed, maybe teaching the ways to work really hard, but smartly, like, you know, work in, in an efficient manner so you're not burning yourself out. But but yeah, no, it's, it's you know, I think joining a team, I mean, this fictitious scenario, maybe they're on a team, which is helpful because there'll be some, some handholding there. There'll be some listings that they could sit open houses on. There'll be some leads that they can respond to off the listings. So those types of things, but it's really just comes down to work ethic. And I think it's about follow-up, right? And it's interesting though, I would say like for a newer agent coming in, it's it's a bit more difficult than maybe it was back in 2018 because when I came in, I go to I would host an open house, I'd have 30 people in. Like it was a you know, it was a gong show. I'd respond right after. I think that was my benefit as I responded right away to these 30 people. But now we're sitting open houses, it's two or three groups, it's it's a bit bit of a different dynamic. So just kind of trying to figure out how in your and maybe that's market specific, right? So if, if open houses are still a vibrant thing in your market, like if you're a new agent, go and do as many of those as you can. Um, in in my market now, I, I would say like the, the way to start, you know, building your clientele, your your database is work a lot of rentals, right? You make a thousand bucks. Like our, our average rental pr- price is probably around two grand at twenty five hundred, three thousand bucks. So, so there's money to be made on the rental side, and a lot of veteran agents don't want to take them on. I still do a lot of rentals. Like I'm a sucker for, like I still have a, a big booming rental business, um, and our our, our newer agents are happy to help out on that and, and support that element. But yeah, no. So I would say to, to that new agent, like, l- let's get you a ton of rentals. Like we can, we can do a couple of these a month and, and that'll start getting you, you know, comfortable with the contrast, comfortable with the paperwork. You know, these are future buyers, especially at these rates, right? You know, if someone's paying $3,000 a month to rent a single family house, they're a buyer. Like they're, right. they're, clearly they've got money. Like they're just maybe, who knows, maybe it's a separation. Maybe it's just a circumstance in life, but they're a buyer a couple of years from now. And that's your database. There you go. Right. Like keep in touch with them. You believe in them. You help them. You know, they're financially stable because again, in, in a competitive rental market, you've got to have a good credit score. You've got to have good income coming in to get these competitive rentals that we have in our, in our area anyway. So yeah, that's, that's advice I'd give to that new agent. I, I definitely think Iconing in your first year is attainable. I love. The, I would love the moxie of setting such a, a a lofty goal, but it's it's achievable. It's just yeah, it's hard work and just figuring out what makes the most sense in your market to get out and meet people. I know it seems daunting when you're first eight, you know, your new agent, like you know, meeting strangers, this and that. But there's a lot of ways that you can meet people that are looking to interact in real estate. Uh, you know, 
I guess it open houses, helping out, you know, veterans in the office. There's, there's lots of kind of different ways to do it, but in our market rentals, do rentals, you will be able to get a bunch done and you'll be able to build your database and it's a good springboard. You know, those will come to roost a couple of years down the line. Yeah. And get you comfortable with the paperwork. I've not had anybody offer that as a solution before. So that's really cool. Um, you know, I've seen people that are almost like lease hunters, right? So they find people apartments, um, but they don't necessarily start with just focusing on rentals. Um, Guy was just kind of like, this is, this is an awesome market. I can still icon and just getting people in rentals, the paperwork shorter. And you could totally icon, like you could, you could literally icon just by doing rentals. If, if you, if you worked at it, right. Which is awesome, which is super cool that EXP even gives them the option, right? Mm -hmm. So that's just one of the many um, routes that you can explore if you come over to EXP, which is super cool. And Kevin, you know, when it comes to coming over to EXP, it can be scary. People got the sense of loyalty, not to mention, uh, you know, people say bad things about EXP out there. It's a cult. It's a pyramid scheme, this, that, the other. So for somebody that may be watching right now, they're sitting on the fence about EXP, you know, what would you have to say to them about making this jump? So it's funny because like before I got an ESP, like I, I, I'd kind of heard those tropes as well. And, you know, and like I said, the, like the recruiting doesn't really resonate with me. What resonates with me is just like the collaboration and just the infrastructure of EXP. Like, but, but I think for me, like my, I, it's not a surprise, but it, it's like what brought me to EXP in the end was that it's people selling real estate like this is exactly what i was doing in my other brokerage and you know i, I guess there, i mean i think some of the misconceptions came early on with the model but now the model's been replicated there's there's other competitors the exp out there that are that are emulating this thing and at the end of the day like all brokerages are kind of like in the same way i mean there's a bit of more of a recruitment element uh from exp and or there's i guess that lingering element if you bring someone into the company there's that rev share that kind of exists which i kind of think is neat as a team leader if you if you're thinking about bringing people on your team at another traditional brokerage if they left your team for whatever reason left the brokerage or want to go on their own um there'd be that would be the end of the relationship right whereas here it's like if, if you're a team member wants to go on their own start their own thing it's like you wish them well and you're kind of still hoping that they do really well and you're hoping to mm -hmm. still help them and, and all that so no, I, I think for me, it was the, uh, there was a maturity that seemed to hit in 2021 of, you know, some of the bigger agents in our area coming over. Uh, some of the people I've interacted with had a really good reputation, really good ethics, things like that. So for me, since I joined, I, I haven't, I haven't heard a lot of those, those comments and I, I, have, and I haven't been concerned about them, but I, I would, I would have maybe fallen into the, the person like, you know, maybe you early in my career, I would have thought, oh, I wonder what that model's about. They seem to just talk about stocks a lot. Like, are they selling real estate? And now it's like, no, no. In our area, EXP is selling real estate. We're, we're market leaders. We have good reputations. There's, there's, there's good agents here. Uh, mm -hmm. And I think that that was what drew me in initially. And since subsequent to us coming in, a lot of big groups have come over and it's kind of more, more validated our decision. Absolutely. And, you know, the number one thing I hear on this podcast is I wish I would have done it sooner. Like, you know, I heard like maybe you are being pitched by the wrong person. Maybe you're not asking all the right questions. You know, maybe you've got that sense of loyalty. But when you sit down and you make sense of the numbers and you look at the stock options and everything else that has to come with EXP, I mean, it makes sense. It's the it, move. It, it does. And I think, you know, like I, I never think of like I wish I would have done it sooner because I, I always think like I was probably at the right time to come in like i always think like like i was ready to make a transition at the time like again i was like i, I joined a team so i stayed 
at, at the brokerage where my team leader was, right? And so when I went on my own, I, I just pivoted over, had my own office, whatever. And then we, we found that at, at the early 2021 stage, when we were kind of, it was our second year on our own. Uh, and it was like, we were just kind of in that transition mode. And it was a decision my wife and I made together. We got to talk about the pros and cons of it. So it kind of felt like, uh, it just felt different. It felt like I had not made a choice before. I was just kind of like, I went kind of where my team leader was and I was actually really happy there, great people there. But but it was like, this was when I made a choice, right? It was, right. This, we pursued this, we we went through the math, we figured it all out and it made sense for us and we were excited about it, right? So it was something we, my wife and I could decide together rather than just kind of the status quo that I was kind of in, right? And the time was right for you. It was right for us. Yeah, it was, well, it was you, right. You and, for everyone and neither is the time. So it makes sense. That's it, 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 exactly. And I, I think, yeah, like, I think it's, things happen for a reason. Right. And I, I feel like, you know, the timing worked out really well for us. It was again, like, who knows, like it, if I heard about it earlier, I may not have been interested or I did hear about it a couple of times, but it wasn't the right time. Right. So it was, I think the, the combination of the right person, it was a combination of, I think the reputation that was kind of forming around the brokerage in our area. And I think that, that those all factored into our decision to ultimately join, you know, when we, when we decided, you know, last March. I love that. That's awesome. And you know, we are coming up on just over 25 minutes here. I think it's been an incredible episode. Your journey has been really fun to learn about. And, you know, uh, I'm a big believer that if you wait on the right time, it may never come, but it's been cool to see you being able to strategize that and, you know, being self-aware and able to balance your time with EXP while still killing it at the game and um, getting plenty of business and iconing. So is there anything you want to leave the listeners with as we wrap up today? No, I think like, Hey, like in, in, in true to form, reach out if you if you want to chat. Like you know, it's I've I've really enjoyed uh, my experience here so far. Like I said, I'm looking forward to getting to know even more of the great agents at some of the the conferences and stuff. But yeah, no, yeah. it's uh, it's yeah, it's a, it's a great company. Um, it's it's like minded people selling real estate, which is which is what I love. And you know, even just going on a podcast like this, hearing the other people on the podcast like this, I think it's it's good value. And yeah, no, we're we're really happy to be here, and we're really excited to contribute even more to the culture. That's awesome, Kevin. And like he said, you know, we're in a metaverse, right? So if you are in Florida on the other side of the continent from Kevin, you know, reach out anyway. Who cares? Um, yeah. Ask your questions about EXP. Get connected. It's awesome. That's the cool thing about this uh, company is that it's it's there for you and it's worldwide thanks to the web. Yeah, no, we're, we're happy to be here. And yeah, looking forward to meeting some people uh, IRL in real life. Uh, yeah, up, so. absolutely. Kevin, I'll be at shareholders and um, nice. HPCon as well. So I look forward to connecting with you there. Um, to thank you. you so much for listening and for being part of the show today and sharing your story. It has been a pleasure. You got it. Thank you. Have a great day. Of course. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, Cheers. Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Spear Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Spear Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. 
trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier.